people go on there and they tweet short things. But this is a site where if you want somebody to read your blog, go on Twitter and just put out a link to your blog post that goes back to your website where your blog is. Welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast, where we will talk about marketing strategies and tactics to grow your practice. I am your host, Linda Mettler, and I have worked with dental practices for several years now, and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you so that you can gain valuable and actionable steps on how to grow your practice. We will talk about the latest and greatest in marketing, feature some guest speakers so that you can hear firsthand what is and is not working, and help you unravel the complexities of the digital marketing world. I work really closely with my clients, so we will also delve into some other issues that affect your practice from time to time, such as staffing problems, COVID protocols, and similar issues. Good morning. Today we're going to talk a little more about some social media. We're going to talk, touch just a little bit on strategy, which we've talked about before, but then we're going to dive into some of the various social media channels and which ones are right for your practice to promote your practice on. So your social media strategy is really your master plan for how you create uh, content, how you post, and how you engage with people on your social media on your social media channels. So, you know, you you again, why do you need a social media strategy? The number one reason for that is to define who your target audience is. I cannot stress enough how important this is. You need to know who are your ideal new patients. Are you looking for, are you a pediatric dentist looking for those those kids or an orthodontist looking for the tweens and the young adults? And I know a lot of orthodontists do work um, on adults as well with Invisalign and things like that. But again, are you a family dentist or a general dentist? So that's really important to figure out who your ideal new patient is um, so that your strategy can help you reach those new patients. And you also want to strategize so that you can focus in on just start out with just a few social media channels. There's really no need to be on every social media channel unless you want to. If you want to, you certainly can. Um, but if you do, if you go with that strategy, you need to make sure that you can post to all those channels regularly because the search engines are going to penalize you if you've got those those social channels out there and you're not keeping up with fresh content. So that's why your social media strategy is so important. It's also important because it's actually a multi-purpose business asset. It connects you with your potential new patients and it promotes your services and your brand. So you want to make sure when you're using social media to market your practice that that experience on social media is a positive and consistent one. You want to pay close attention to the engagement on your social media channels. So if people are asking questions, are they sharing your content? Are they liking your posts? You want to know what they're doing so that you can keep your content fresh, so that you can respond to what your new patient, your existing and potential new patients are doing, and that you can get everything right. So speaking of that content, your content needs to be kind of a mixture of things. So you want to 
you want to post on your social media channels three to five times per week. And maybe you, you have them as a priority tier. So maybe, maybe Facebook and Instagram are your top two social media channels while Twitter and LinkedIn are kind of a tier B social media channels. So maybe on Facebook and Instagram, you're posting four to five times a week. And on Twitter and LinkedIn, you're, you're posting maybe two times a week. That's fine to have that strategy. That's not a problem at all. But your content needs to be a mixture. So you need to have some good educational content so that you can educate people on your services. Again, maybe figure your top three to five services and put your educational content around those. So if you um, are uh, an expert in implants, break that down and educate people every week as to what implants are, what are they, you know, when are you a candidate for implants and what is that process of that procedure. But you also want to have a couple posts every week that are what I call personal professional. This is the human side of your practice. People and people will respond to this way more than they will. You'll get many more likes on personal professional postings than you will on educational. And if you don't believe me, just call me or, or email me and I'll send you a lot of statistics on our clients' feedbacks on, on our analytics on that. But what I mean by personal professional is, you know, maybe uh, you're celebrating your hygienist birthday that day and you guys have a lunch uh, and you bring in a cake. Take some pictures and wish her a happy birthday and throw that on social media. You'll get a huge response to it. Anytime you bring in your children or grandchildren or pictures with your dog or your, your pets, put that on social media. People love that. People absolutely love that. I can tell you on my personal social media, when I put pictures of my biking or my son, people love that way more than they do. They care about what I'm doing business-wise. It's amazing to me. <laughs> I don't find my life all that interesting, but when I put on posts of what I'm doing on a personal level, I get many more responses to it than I do from my business, uh, uh, educational content on my business. So make sure you have those postings every week of something personal slash professional. Um, you know, maybe your grandson comes in to get a cleaning, um, your, or your daughter's going to have your first grandchild or, you know, a picture of what you did Sunday afternoon with your pets. People love that. And then also every week put in some motivational content or some health and wellness related content. You know, just, just something to cheer people up these days. It's been a tough year with COVID. People want to find some positive, good content on social media. People love it. And also mix up your content with, you know, links to articles that people can read to videos. They can be short form videos, behind the scene videos, what you guys do to, you know, clean your instruments or, you know, somebody sending something out to the lab. People love that kind of thing. So make sure you've, you've got those, that mix of content on your social media channels. And what channels exactly should you be on? Well, there's all, all the channels out there. So let's, let's talk about the different channels for a few minutes. But again, that the answer to that question goes back to defining your target audience. You want to be on the channels where your target audience are on. So if you're a general dentist, you want to be on Facebook. 
if you're an orthodontist, you want to be on Instagram and, and maybe even TikTok. But let's talk about the different channels. So probably everybody wants to have a social media channel on Facebook. They have about 1.82 billion daily active users across the planet. That's crazy. They are one of the most popular social media platforms and they are the leading marketing platform worldwide. Um, basically 15% of Facebook users use Facebook to find and shop for products and services. That's huge. So that's a really good reason to be on Facebook. I know a lot of people are kind of tired of Facebook. It's gotten a little bit, a little too much commercial, maybe a little political, but with those kind of statistics and that many people using it every day, you want to be on there on Facebook and you want to post on Facebook at least three to five times per week. Instagram, which is also owned by Facebook, is definitely a great social media platform and I love Instagram and I think you definitely need to be on it. However, it is highly visual. So it's not a platform for links to text and reading. It's a it's where you want to put photos and video content. There's a lot of uh, things to Instagram these days. You can advertise on Instagram just like you can on Facebook. And it's got a place for short stories. It's got Instagram reels. So you can do short little clips on there. But it is visual. So you do have to have a lot of visual content. So you need to make sure you're either using an agency that can provide that visual content for you. Or if you're doing your marketing in-house in on your own, you've got to dedicate some time every week. And Instagram is also a quick, it's, it's not a microsite like Twitter. People aren't looking for, for it like that, but you do want to post on Instagram almost every day. So at least four to five times per, per week. The, the average user on Instagram is between 18 and 34 years old. And uh, I shouldn't say the average, 62% of their users are between 18 and 34 years old. Um, so it's a, it's a great platform. You can advertise on it. The advertising costs are low. Same with Facebook. Facebook has a low advertising cost. So that's another reason to be on Facebook. If you're just getting into advertising and marketing on social media, you know, Facebook, you can start out for $35 a month advertising on Facebook. So pretty, pretty low entry point for advertising. And it's a great way to test ads to see what works. You can run mul multiple ads on these platforms at any given time and see which ones work better. Twitter, like I mentioned before, is, is a good social media platform, but it's a, it's a micro blogging platform. It does have 330 million uh, monthly active users. So, and it's got 145 million daily users and it's, you know, available in 20 different countries. So it, it is a player in social media, but what's fit, what Twitter's really good for rather than promoting content, Twitter's really good for promoting your brand and your rep, reputation. Um, and that's because it's of its high user count and high high tweets. People go on there and they tweet short things. But this is a site where if you want somebody to read your blog, go on Twitter and just put out a link to your blog post that goes back to your website where your blog is. 
And that's what Twitter's really good for. That's not what Instagram. Instagram's where you want to have those photos and videos. But Twitter's really good if you just want to send out a tweet saying, hey, we've got a new blog. You know, here's the link to read it on our website. Uh, and that'll help build your brand and your reputation. So LinkedIn is another social media platform, great social media platform, but it was created and caters mostly like 95% towards businesses and working professionals. However, in addition to your uh, personal profile, you can have a company page on LinkedIn. And I absolutely recommend that you do for several reasons. First of all, it's really good at promoting your, your office and your, your brand. You can connect with other dental professionals on LinkedIn. So it's a great tool for hiring and connecting with vendors and potential staff members in the dental community. It's a great place to keep up with hap with what's happening in the dental industry as well. There's so many articles on there from your state dental association, the ADA, all the associations, Pierre Fischard Academy, you know, um, International Academy of Dentistry, AGD, American or Academy of General Dentistry. There's articles, everybody's on LinkedIn. So it's a great platform to be on. Maybe not so much for new patients, but just as a way to network in the industry and the community. Uh, and advertising on LinkedIn, the high, it's a little higher cost on, on LinkedIn, but still a good platform to have a presence on. And maybe on LinkedIn, you're only posting two to three times per week, but enough to keep your presence on there and, and everything. So, so definitely a good platform to be on. TikTok, TikTok is a new, is a relatively new platform, but it has absolutely taken off. 69% of its users are between the ages of 13 and 24. Um, it's available in 155 million, or 155 million, 155 countries, and has over 600 million active monthly users. What's unique about TikTok is the average time. So people spend about almost 11 minutes when they're on an average session time on TikTok. So it's, you know, if you're trying to reach that younger new patient population and their parents, TikTok's a good platform to be on. Maybe you're not going to be on there every day. Maybe you're going to have a couple of funny videos on there every week. Um, but you can also advertise on TikTok. They've just recently promoted and launched an advertising platform. So, and you've got to believe that if these young kids are on there, their parents are on there monitoring what they're doing. So those parents have an account on TikTok to see what their kids are looking at and what their kids are doing. So you will be able to reach those, those, that patient demographic on TikTok, but it is newer. It's definitely a place to experiment don't sink a huge marketing budget into TikTok every month until you know what's working. But again, it's, it's a good platform to experiment and, and do some advertising and see what you can do with some, some fun videos. Um, definitely will get the human side of your business on TikTok. So with all your social media channels, I want you to make sure that 
all your profiles are built out correctly and complete so that on every social media page, people can find your website. Again, your website is the central hub of all your marketing. So I want all your social media channels to lead back to your website. Make sure that everything is complete on those profile pages. There's so many things you can do on all these different uh, social media channels. You can advertise for jobs, post content, uh, add stories, you know, promote your services, but I want to make sure that you always lead all of them funnel back or lead back to your website. So, so that's kind of our discussion on social media for today. Again, if you need any help or have any questions, feel free to reach out to me and uh, have a wonderful day. Are you committed to the growth of your practice? Mettler Marketing can help. At Mettler Marketing, we help dental practices gain new patients, increase referrals, and maximize patient retention with customized marketing solutions tailored to fit your needs. Visit www.mettlermarketing.com to schedule a free consultation and learn how we can help grow your practice. Thank you for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to be a guest on our show, visit MettlerMarketing.com and drop us a note. Remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and help our show reach more listeners.